Good morning, good morning, good, e- good evening, good afternoon, good, e- good night, whenever this is. My name is Willie Lawson, and the name of the show is To the Heart of the Matter. Uh, we are, we're, we're pleased to be on this evening. Um, it is late again. It was a really, really busy day for Will. Uh, it's been a busy couple of days for us. Um, I had to gather a bunch of stuff. We have, we're having a guest speaker at church, and we are in a temporary location. So those of you who are in that situation, when you don't have all your stuff, or any situation where you just don't have all your stuff with you, and now you're scrambling to get stuff um, so you can have a sort of seamless um, service so you can look, so you can not embarrass yourself right in front of your guests. Although this lady has been with us a long, long time, and uh, and I'm sure she would be very, very understanding of our current situation, but that's not how we roll, right? So I've been really busy. I mean, I was so tired last night. I, I think I went to bed at, at like 8.30, and I slept straight through till like 7.30 this morning. Um, so, and it looks like um, this weekend is going to be really busy. So I'm, 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 I'm very excited to be here this evening, though. I have something that I really, I really want to talk about. You've already seen the title of the show, Is Don Lemon a Racist? Don Lemon is a host of a CNN program, and Don Lemon um, said uh, a couple of days ago, actually, um, that the biggest terror threat to the United States are white men. Now, you've heard this. Now, some of us um, have heard this before. This wasn't the first time um, that... I've heard this. You know, one of the places I heard this, unfortunately, was in my teaching studio. Uh, one of my young students, young, white, progressive little girl, um, whom I love dearly, uh, brought this to my attention that the biggest threats are actually not, um, is, is, aren't Islamic terrorists um, or even radical Islam. It's white men. So I'd heard that before. Um, I don't know where she got the, her numbers. I think she just heard it and parroted it back to me and repeated it back to me. And to which I told her, <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be great. That's great to be mad at your dad, but that's just not true. Uh, so Don Lemon um, says this thing. And then we thought, you know, some people actually had the, um, the, the incredible um, thought that he would today or yesterday sort of roll that back a little bit, seeing that um, Don Lemon is now in a, uh, a, how can I say this? He's in a serious relationship with a white man. He is in a homosexual relationship with a white man. uh, And they've been partners for a while. So is, is he talking about him too? Or is he just talking about white people in general? Now, if you just talk about white people in general, if you, white people in general, that's, there's a question I have to ask. If you say something about black people in general that's negative, isn't that what we call racist? If you say, you know, black people steal, is that racist? You know? If you say black people can all dance, they've all got rhythm, all those people can do that. You know, all those black people can do that. You know, they understand each other. They have a code. Is that racist? If Rush Limbaugh or Sean Hannity got off one of those blasts, do you, how long do you think they last? You know what? All black people can dance. Or 
a line from um, a joke, and this was a joking moment, I understand, um, that Hillary Clinton, when the um, person who was interviewing her got Cory Booker, uh, a statement that Cory Booker um, and Eric Holder, she, she got that statement mixed up, and um, offhandedly, Hillary Clinton says, well, they all look alike, right? And I understand that it was in a joking manner. Does Rush Limbaugh get away with that? Does President Trump get away with that? Does Sean Hannity get away with that? Even when it was obvious that it was a joking thing, do they get away with that? Um, let's be real. Probably not, right? Probably they don't get away with that. Probably the um, the media just comes after them, hook, line, and sinker, just rushing towards them as if they were on fire. Right? But what do they? But what do they do with Hillary? But what do they? What do they do with Hillary Clinton? Nothing. They didn't even. They didn't even mention it to her. They didn't even say, "Hey, Hill, you got to be a little bit more careful with those kind of remarks." I know you were just kidding, but you really need to be more careful. Do they even go that far? No, of course not. Why? Because it's Hillary Clinton, right? And they say, "Well, it was obvious she was joking." I understand that. But do you offer the do you offer somebody else the same um, leeway, or do you call them a racist? So when Don Lemon looks at a third of the uh, population of the United States and says that they are the most dangerous th- th- threat, the most terrorist threat to Americans, is that a racist statement? He used this this report now. Uh, at the beginning of this report, which I looked up, because I wanted to have this report in front of me, frankly, before I started talking about it. I did not want to um, just sort of go off what somebody else said, although what somebody else said this morning did did trigger me. and did and, But it triggered me to do something that most people don't do, to look it up for ourselves. Let's see the report that was used. Well, it is the GOA, and you can look it up for yourself. Um, It is the GOA 17-300, Countering Violent Extremism, Actions Needed to Divine Strategy and Assess Threat. Um, It is a 32, excuse me, a 62-page PDF file that you can download, that you can print out, that you can read on your computer. Again, it's a GAO-17-300. It's that report. Yes, and at the beginning of that report, it talks about the number of, let's see, it talks about the number of of what they're calling um, terrorist threats. Um, here and where it says uh, April 6, 2017, congressional requesters. It defines what violent extremism is, and this is what it and this is what it says: generally defined as supporting or committing violent acts to achieve political, ideological, religious, or social goals, has been perpetrated and promoted by a broad range of groups in the United States for decades. Such groups include white supremacists 
anti-government groups, and groups with extreme views on abortion, animal rights, the environment, uh, and federal ownership of public lands. Um, The radical uh, Islamic entities, um, such as Islamic State of Iraq and Syria, which is ISIS, among others. The September 11, 2001 attacks for the largest number of fatalities in the United States resulting from violent extremism, um, according to the U.S. Extremist Crime Database, since the September, September 11 attacks, excuse me, attacks, 85 in the United States by violent extremists associated with associated with both radical Islamic and far right ideologies have resulted in 225 fatalities. Okay, so they they're looking at 85 events. Since 2011, this report was written uh, and pushed to the congressional requesters on April 6, 2017, a little over a year ago. All right. That's what we're talking about. 85 attacks. Now. We're going to parse those attacks. Fortunately, in the same report, that's the GAO 17-300. It's 62 pages. You can read the whole thing. But Table 1 says far-right, violent, extremist-motivated attacks that resulted in fatalities from September 12th. This is the day after 9-11 attacks through December 31st, 2016. So we're talking 15 years. This is the 85 things that they're talking about. 85 in 15 years. 15 years. Now, it doesn't make, now let me let me slow down, it doesn't make the things that happen to these people any less heinous or any less horrible. But you have to understand when you're talking about a threat, when you're talking about the most dangerous threat, context matters. We're talking about 85 events over the course of almost 15 years. The first one is, I mean, we're not going to go through all 85 of them, uh, obviously. I mean, just not going to do that. Uh, I'm not interested. Yes, there was some that are horrendous in Tucson, Arizona on June 12th, 2002. uh, It says a neo-Nazi murdered a gay man. Um, On April 10th, white supremacist skinhead murdered a transgender person. Terrible. Um, uh, two, and on um, August 30th, 2002 two white supremacist skinhead m- murdered a man in Nevada um, let's see here um, white supremacist killed a man while quote hunting down Mexicans on January 9th, 2004 um, this also includes there were six white supremacist inmates Yes, some of these were people who were in prison. Six white supremacist inmates beat another prisoner to death on, let's see, that's October 14, 2005 in Kingman, Arizona. 
A white supremacist inmate killed his African-American cellmate on November 13, 2006 in Chipley, Florida. Not well, it's far from where I live, but it's here in Florida. Two white supremacists murdered a gay man as a gang in initiation rite um, on October 26, 2007 in Goldsby, Oklahoma. Again, I'm, that doesn't make any of this any less horrible. It doesn't. Um, let's say there there was also a um, a white supremacist who killed his stepfather to gain street cred. White supremacist murdered his stepfather, his stepfather to gain quote street cred. That 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 happened July twenty eighth two thousand nine in Paradise, California. In Palm Springs, California, on August 28, 2009, white supremacist murdered a convicted sex offender. And I'm skipping over some of these. I'm not going to read all of them. Um, two, white, two white supremacists murdered a 53-year-old black African, African-American man on, uh, what's that, October 4, 2011, Eureka, California. Let's see. I'm gonna anti-government extremist kills transportation security uh, administration officer uh, at at Los Angeles International Airport at LAX on November first, two thousand thirteen. So this is this is over fifteen years. These events have happened. Um, it also includes. The DC, it also includes Washington, D.C. Beltway sniper attack on D.C. Um, shot and killed one person in, in the state of Washington. Okay, that was in Tacoma. Um, another sniper attack um, in the Washington Beltway. That was in, back in 2002, you remember. Uh, perpetrator kills at a Jewish... Uh, perpetrator kills one at a Jewish Federation... Uh, in Greater Seattle, it also this also includes the thirteen. Listen carefully. This all the, uh, of the fatalities of the two hundred twenty-five fatalities. Thirteen of them were Nadel Malik Hassan kills twelve soldiers and one civilian at Fort Hood. This also includes Fort Hood. This number they talk about also includes Fort Hood. Rashid Riddle, a, a convert, a, a convert to Islam, murdered his own father on March uh, 24, 2013. This includes the Boston bombers and the and and, and those three deaths, uh, no three four deaths, All right? So this includes a lot of people. This includes includes a lot. Now, 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 Don Lemon didn't say that. He, he just read that. Let me let me go back to the top. Again, you can read this for yourself. You're smart. People who listen to my program are smart. Um, let's see here. Um, 
here's the part where they took their, I mean, their lead from and ran. The September 11, 2001 attacks for, uh, for the largest fatalities in, US, in, US, in the U.S. resulting from violent extremism. According to the U.S. Extremist Crime Database, since the 2011 attacks, 85 attacks in the United States um, by violent extremists associated with both radical Islam and far-right ideologies. Far-right. Automatically put that with white people, right? And and even even so, eighty five events in fifteen years. Fifteen years. Can anybody do the quick arithmetic there? Or are you all like me? We're sad sacks. We need a calculator to do simple division. You're all like me. Eighty five divided by fifteen. That's not very many a year. That's about five, five and a half. Now, all those are too many. And none of them are, except for um, Hassan, who murdered 13 people on, you know, 14, 13 soldiers, uh, 12 soldiers and a civilian on the military base. Hassan, the extremist, most of these were one or two people that got murdered. Very small in comparison to what happens, what's going to happen starting tonight on Friday night and Saturday night in Chicago. How Don Lemon decides, and other of you have decided, that what they said was okay and was actually factual. He comes on the next night and starts and, and goes to these numbers and said, these are the, these are the facts. Well, these, it's only some of the facts. It's only what's written here. But if you read the whole thing, then it makes more sense. If you indeed just read that it that it took 15 years to come up with these 85 events that they talked about, it took 15 years. It would hardly seem like, uh, now I'm not giving anybody any quarter. I'm not giving anybody any, any, any break. What happened here is, hor- you know, what happened in these cases is horrendous. Absolutely, positively horrendous. But I, but but to say, and to say so irresponsibly, that the biggest terror threat to the United States is white men, is just unconscionable. You know, I'm not. You you guys have heard me. I'm not. I'm not holding any. I'm. I'm not holding any water for anybody. I'm not holding any water for white people. Uh, white people are not paying for my show. They're not, you know what, they're not supporting me in, in, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the only person that I've got, the only entity that I've got any support from for this program and what I do um, happened yesterday. Uh, my friend George Farrell of Black Pack, B-L-A-K-P-A-C dot G-O-P, um, actually supported me a little bit. Uh, and I decide, and, and because I said, you know what, I would help him out. And here's how, how I'm going to help him out. I'm going to let you know a little bit about Black Pack. Um, and this spot's about two minutes. And right after, we'll, we'll be right back. Hi, I am George Farrell, chairman and founder of Black Pack. As we are approaching the midterm elections, we in the African American community 
happen to be Trump supporters and love the great job President Trump is doing. In fact, today's African-American and Hispanic unemployment rate is at an all-time low, and those who seek jobs can find them. So coming this November 6, Black Pack is encouraging every Republican, Independent, Democrat, and non-party affiliated voter to vote for the Republican candidates because they can make a difference in the lives of all Americans. This year's midterm elections are about the here and now and preserving a better future for our children and grandchildren. And for, for too long, the Democratic Party has taken advantage of us. Consider, if you will, how much love we have been shown by President Trump and the Republican Party over the last few years at events, gatherings, on TV, and in their economic policies. As a matter of fact, the Republican Party and President Trump has shown a personal commitment to diversity and empowering the minority population who's been left behind for far too long. President Trump and the Republican Party are not against immigration, but we want America to enforce its current immigration laws and work with Congress to fund a wall that protects the USA southern border. President Trump and the Republicans in Congress and the Republican Party have delivered what they said they would when they would, and I am a firm believer in giving them two more years in Congress. We cannot afford to depend on the same establishment system that's been currently failing us. In fact, Black Pack has put together the largest grassroots organization in the nation to help elect Republican candidates this November. Black Pack is encouraging and endorsing the best candidates who understand the needs of our county, our states, our cities, and our country. In particular, the needs of the minority community and someone who is not afraid to listen and respond to the needs of the citizens of the USA. So this November, vote for the Republicans and let's make it a banner Red Wave Year. This ad was paid for by Black Pack, not affiliated with any candidate or candidate committee. Nothing fits a home perfectly than a brand new grand piano. And if you're looking for a piano for your brand new home, you've got to visit Dave's Piano. And that's davespianoshowroom.com. If you're looking for the perfect, perfect thing to set off your new home, a piano is what you're looking for. And my friend Dave has the perfect piano for you. And the best thing about <clears throat> buying a, a, a piano from Dave is that he does everything. He delivers, he sets up, he tunes, he takes care of everything. The best part about Dave's piano, quite frankly, is Dave. So when you buy a piano from Dave's Piano Showroom, you only deal with Dave. You can reach them at www.davespianoshowroom.com. That's davespianoshowroom.com. It's all the rage to call and order flowers from 1-800-whatever or go online and order them from some nameless, faceless person on the other end. I'm saying you should do something different. You should, before doing that, call my friends at Blooming Days Flower Shop, located right here in Tampa, Florida, at 11618 North Florida Avenue, 33612. Christine and her staff don't look at just the order. They look at the customer. They look at your occasion. They consider the entire person, the entire occasion, before making decisions about design and price. You're more than just a customer. You're a friend. Call our friends at Blooming Days Flower Shop toll free at 1-800-330-3297. 1-800-330-3297.
330-3297. Local, 813-971-5947. 813-971-5947. You can reach them on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. Thanks for hanging with us. Thanks for ha- hanging with us. Thank you for uh, being uh, uh, on the program. To the heart of the matter, um, to, to the heart of the matter is is also broadcast on iHeart dot uh, com, on Spotify, uh, and on Google, and I, I, on Apple, and on iTunes. So we are out there everywhere. And what I'd love to hear from you. Where'd you hear the program? Where'd you hear this program? Uh, on what platform? So send me an email at write this down WLS860 at gmail.com. That's WLS860 at gmail.com. Where did you hear the program? Um, did it sound good? Um, I, you know what, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you, if you agree with me or you don't agree with me. That's, 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 that's cool. I've long since stopped. Um, broadcasting because people agree with me because a lot of times they don't. A lot of times that that people th- who who think they agree with me actually don't. Um, so listen, we've got just a a few more days, three more days. Uh, now it is the third um, before the midterm elections. I'm not going to tell you who I'm voting for. Um, it's not tonight because it's not important. Um, because I've already voted, I vote. I, I early vote because I always early vote. Um, I find I, I mean always in the past. I don't know ten years. I guess I've early voted. I just find it easier. And in case I want to work for a candidate um, on election day, I can and not be pressured by um, not be pressured by. Oh my god, I got to get to the poll that day. Or if I'm traveling, you know, what the past couple of years uh, I have been traveling on election day. I've been out, out, out of the state. And um, I had to get my vote in early before I leave. Uh, my friend George Farrell, who just who just heard from from Black Pack, actually had to come back to Florida because he's still registered in Florida uh, from D.C. where he lives now to vote. Uh, a thousand mile drive to vote. You know, I mean, that's you know, that's dedication. That's what it, I mean. He understands the, how important it is. Um, so George drives a thousand miles uh, back to uh, Pinellas County from D.C. to vote. Um because he's still registered here now. Why he didn't get registered in D.C. I don't know. Uh, just I can't. I can't tell you. But he was busy and and, and it didn't happen. But he didn't. Let, he he didn't let his vote get away from him. Um, so a lot of us take it very seriously. So what I so I really want you to do is, is that I I want you to, to ignore all the commercials. Uh, I want you to I want you to, to ignore all the all the pundits. And I want you to ignore all the polls. And go vote. Sometimes polls and stories are put out to dissuade people from voting because they either think their their cause is lost or it's already won. And most times, neither of those things is, is, is actually true. Most times, it's not true. Most times, it's up to people who vote. Look at 2016. All the media was saying 
Hillary Clinton was going to win in the biggest landslide that they'd seen in a long time, that the Republican Party was going to be embarrassed. It was going to be such a landslide for Hillary Clinton. I don't know if I don't know if you've noticed, but Hillary Clinton is not president of the United States. And I know some of you are saying, well, she won the popular vote. But in, in the United States, it's not how we do it. It's not how we've ever done it. We didn't do it when Nixon got elected. We didn't do it when Carter got elected. We didn't do it when Clinton got elected twice. We didn't do it um, when um, George Bush, uh, George W. Bush got elected twice. We didn't do it when Barack Obama got elected twice. That's not how we do it. We do it with the Electoral College that keeps the big states with the biggest population from being the only states that we care about. It keeps the big states from running from running the small ones. That's how we do it. It's the most just and the most fair way. So there you go. Uh, because we are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic. Um, as much as that drives people crazy. So, so anyway, because we are a... And because we are a uh, constitutional republic... It is really important that you get out and vote. Um, if you've not voted already, you have three days. Make time because you're not going to find time because time is too fleeting to find and too elusive. So you're going to have to make time, carve out time to stand in a line and go cast your ballot. Go make your voice heard. A lot of people over, over centuries, um, their blood was spilled. And their lives were sacrificed so we could do this. It's too important for you to ignore. we got to get out of here. Thanks for coming. My name is Willie Lawson. This is To the Heart of the Matter. Um, until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now.